Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome everybody. It is Monday, February 22nd, and we are on the Steelers podcast. Uh, big day today. I got Joe and Paul with me. Joe, how you, Paul, how you guys doing? Good. Doing great. Fantastic. Well, uh, got a couple topics today. We're going to talk about J.J. Watt. He has not made a decision yet, but he had a little cryptic tweet saying, calm down, everybody. Calm down, you silly podcasters give me some time i gotta make a choice and then we'll also talk a little bit about uh press conference yesterday well last week with the Steelers gm more cryptic talk <laughs> nothing much there but first of all we like talking mock drafts uh we haven't talked about mock draft yet in the history of our podcast because usually the Steelers are good we don't have to worry about the mock draft. They don't have that many positions to fill. We just say, hey, we're going to pick the best guy out there, and we're going to put him on the team, and everything's great. Well, after 12-4 last year, we're nervous because the Steelers have definitely have a lot of holes to fill. And a coworker of mine, Dan, uh, from the Acker Beacon Journal, I brought him on. Um, he does mock drafts for the Beacon Journal in Gannett, Ohio. Uh, he released his latest this morning. So, Dan, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me, guys. You love the mock draft. What's your favorite part about the mock drafts? Well, uh, it's kind of fun to be like the GM of 32 teams. I guess that's mm -hmm. fun. <laughs> uh, it counteracts some of the feedback when people get angry, but yeah, they're fun. What's the worst type of feedback you get? I mean, I was impressed. I, I took a look at our web stats this morning. A lot of people are already clicking on it. Do you get a lot of bad feedback or people don't agree with you? Um, I used to a lot, but okay. I, I think, think like generally now people aren't as bad, but strangely you get like death threats in your email, which is a really weird reaction really? to a mock draft. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. People I mean, take their yeah. mock drafts very seriously. Right. Well, and you're not literally picking the people, so you know it shouldn't kill you over this. I mean, you know, not that you shouldn't you know, have death threats to real GMs, so, but yeah, you're just saying, "Hey, here's what we think might happen." That's kind of strange. Yeah, it, it's a it's a weird thing. It's very internet-y. Okay, well, I can't speak for our listeners because you know, we're internet, and obviously anybody could stumble across it. But hey, listeners, let's pledge whatever Dan says, or we're gonna have a link on the podcast. Don't give him a death threat. Um, we, we don't, we're not pro death threats to people, especially Dan. So, but leave him alone. It should be good. Well, let me ask you a little bit. Um, Dan does a Browns podcast for the Acrobi Control, and we've got a limited time. So, we'll, we'll lay off the teasing about the Browns. And we have nothing to say this year because obviously the Browns beat us a couple times. 
Dan, I'm still sore about this. It's still, it's February. I'm still not over it. But You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> Dan had a lot to do with it. No, actually, Dan was my first text. I was off that night, and Dan was leading our production crew. And after that first touchdown, I'm, I'm texting him, going, I, "I'm I don't even want to talk about it. It just it's tough." And so, well, let's talk about a little bit about your mock draft. Um, let's first focus on the Steelers since we're the Steelers podcast. You've got an interesting pick. Is it Zayvon Collins? Am I saying his name right? Okay, you got him a linebacker of Tulsa. I don't know much about the guy. Does he play outside or inside? Well, he kind of plays both. You okay. Know, in today's NFL, it's pretty normal. Mm-hmm. I think like the outside in middle linebacker thing is kind of a thing of the past, but he's a three-down linebacker. You can get the quarterback, he can cover, he plays the run really well. So to me, he's the kind of guy that, you know, really fits their roster really well. Now we got excited in years past because they traded up for Devin Bush a couple years ago and Devin actually made a pretty big um, impact right away. Um, In your column, you talked about um, Collins could be a guy that could do something like that. Where do you see his impact being? Could it be a Devin Bush impact or maybe a, Hey, he gets started first year impact. I think it's more of a, Bud Dupree kind of replacement. Whoa, you know, okay. The, the Steelers have to just save money wherever they can at this point. So if Dupree's gone, if Vince Williams is a cap casualty, um, that, that's where a guy like this comes into play. Well, and if he could play inside too, I, I'm kind of interested in that part too because uh, Williams, uh, Vince Williams had a rough year and they may need to replace him. I mean, he could be a cap casualty. So, yeah, it's interesting to see what could end up happening there. Um, you know, let's give a little credit to the Browns because you cover the Browns and everything. Uh, you've got J.C. Horn, cornerback out of South Carolina. Um, looks like the Browns still need some help in the secondary. You think he can provide an impact for the Browns? I do. The, the Browns have one really good cornerback in Denzel Ward. Mm-hmm. And his contract's coming up, so they got to figure out something there. Greedy Williams is kind of a question mark. He missed the whole season with a nerve injury, which is pretty serious. So the Browns need help back there. They're, they're older at cornerback beyond those two. So, yeah, the, the Browns really just need help anywhere on defense at this point. Right. And it, it's, a, it's a question of pass coverage or pass rush. And this week I went with pass coverage. Okay. And then you were talking about with the Steelers about the possibility of trading down. Where else do you see the Steelers potentially going? Because obviously there's a bunch of holes, which is strange for 12 and 14, but they, they've got a lot of holes they can fill. Are, are you looking more offensive line or where else do you think they could go, especially if they end up trading down? Yeah, I think offensive line is is the place because they're they're kind of in a spot in the fir- in the first round where the best tackles are gone, but then there's another wave of them at the end of the, at the end of the first round and into the second round. So if they dropped back a little, they can just address multiple things and and really build their roster back out. Sounds good. We're with Dan Cater with the Akron Journal. He does a lot for Akron and Gannett, and he's writing mock drafts. And we're talking about his mock draft. Latest version came out this morning. Any surprises at the top? I mean, 
I know you and I have talked about the dream of, you know, does Justin Fields go number one because Urban Meyer's down there. But you, you've got, you know, Trevor Lawrence, which seems to be the accomplished pick. Do you see any really ever huge surprises at the top of the draft? Well, yeah, maybe. It, it depends how the Deshaun Watson thing plays out. Yeah. If he gets traded, that, that'll impact things, especially like, the Jets can offer up a lot for him. They have two first-round picks, so that's come into play. It, it depends what the Eagles do. If they don't like Jalen Hurts as their quarterback, they could, that could shift things. The Panthers could move up for a quarterback. So, yeah, it could be inter- interesting. Now, I know you got a hard deadline, so we don't want to keep you that much longer at all. Um, since we're the Ohioan, we're based here in Columbus. A uh, guy asked about Justin Fields there. Um, Paul, on our co-host, you have to yell him later. He's a Ohio State quarterback <laughs> hater. He doesn't like the Ohio State quarterbacks. Uh, Justin Fields, there's some games where he looks like me back there trying to quarterback, but then there's games like the one against Trevor Lawrence where he looks like the next biggest thing. W- where do you see him coming out? I mean, you got him going six to the Eagles, but do, do you think he could be a good NFL quarterback? I do. I, I think the difference between him and like Zach Wilson of BYU is pretty minimal. Yeah. And the the thing with Fields is that he's maybe a little more potential than than proven right now. But he's the kind of guy in the right situation, and maybe that's Philadelphia with Nick Sariani, that he can really develop into a franchise guy. He certainly has the tools to to do it. Well, it'll be interesting after that trade of Carson Wentz. It'll send a big sign of where they're at exactly with Jalen Hurts. I mean, he, he did a couple good things, but I'm not sure if he did enough to say, man, that's definitely our franchise quarterback. So, right. Yeah, it'll, it'll be an interesting move. So, all right. Well, Dan, I know you got, you're running off to another appointment. Uh, where can we reach out to you online, like on Twitter? No hate mail, no death threats, but <laughs> where can we do that? Like, where can we connect with you on Twitter and um, we'll also share the link uh, for, for your mock draft on our podcast page. Sure. You can follow me on Twitter at by Dan Kadar. Excellent. And a lot of great tweets. Uh, Dan does a lot of great work with, again, Ohio. So, you know, you'll see him here sharing a lot about football, which is good. And also all the great news happening around Akron. Um, yeah, Beacon Journal is the website there. And definitely, if you're anywhere near Akron, support local journalism great subscription deals and there's no better way of connecting with your community than supporting local journalism. Well, Dan, again, we'll make sure you hit your next appointment. So we'll let you go, but thanks for appearing on the podcast. You're welcome back anytime. You have a great, great day. Thanks, guys. thanks Dan. Thanks Dan. All right, Dan Cater. Uh, sorry guys. Uh, Dan was limited on his time. I want to make sure we can get him in and out. So a- any surprises no on there? I-, I wasn't necessarily thinking linebacker, but, and, uh, you know, I like Highsmith outside, but, man, you know, Vince Williams had a rough year last year, so maybe, you know, if this guy's impacted and can play alongside Bush, I, I, I mean, he would have to impact. I mean, it wasn't where I saw the Steelers going, but I've actually seen Collins mention a couple mock drafts. What did you think? I found it to be a – it was an interesting pick. It, it felt to me almost more like a Steelers pick of old – yeah, uh, Steelers yeah. just had the the tendency for a long time there to be picking up a lot of linebackers, but the tendency was for them to sit around for a year, 
Like yeah. we would we would age them like a fine wine. Uh, and then like two years later, suddenly there's this amazing linebacker that showed up what seemed like out of nowhere. Like, no, that's that guy we drafted in the first round two years ago. Um, I don't know if we've got the room to sit them around on the shelf for a while to grow them the way that we used to. Um, so yeah, with, with so many more holes to plug, it, it seems like a, a strange fit, but uh, again, we we also like to pick the best guy available. So if he is that, you know that that does work. It fits in with what we do. I saw pro pro football focus, which I don't think is the bible for football analysis, but you know it's out there. They really were down on Vince Williams. I guess they were saying, man, Vince Williams had a really really bad year last year, and Vince is a pretty high salary cap. And you know we've talked about this in the past. The Steelers may have to get rid of people, so Vince could be a casualty. But, Paul, I, I guess if they went that direction, and they've drafted a linebacker to the first round, it wouldn't be a surprise if they go there. I think it would send a clear message on what they think about Highsmith, you know, if they're thinking about him on the outside, or Robert Spillane, if they're thinking about him on the inside. Because if they don't have Vince Williams, I guess those are your next two starters. So, I mean, if they're not high on them, maybe that's where they go. Yeah, it's uh... – I, I see the need for another linebacker in the mix, uh, especially with the, the injury plague that we had last year. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of buzzing, uh, not buzzing, but a lot of talk about uh, who he has going uh, to Jacksonville at 25 is uh, Liam Eikenberg out of Notre Dame. But uh, helpful reading his summation that he's not a great blocker, which right. your alignment, that, that's like your job. That's your only job. Um, all of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. And again, we, we have I feel like we have so many needs heading into next year. Uh, it's hard to roll. We have to pick something there and it's hard to nail one down. But I I keep hearing that Najee Harris is I don't know if I'm saying his first name right. I apologize um, that he's an elite level running back. Um, but I, I have a hard time taking a running back in the first round. That's just really hard to grasp. So I, I guess everything boiled down I, a linebacker at 24. Sure. Why not? Well, and if we had more time with Dan, I, I would definitely ask about the Harris thing because I've heard some places that he may not be there at 24 and Dan's got him at 30 going to Buffalo. And his description says he continues to be stuck on. So I'm assuming he had Harris there at previous mock drafts, which I mean, it could happen. There's always guys late in the first round that go in the second round. So I'm not questioning Dan's, you know, opinion on that. But I guess on paper right now, it seems odd to say Harris would go to 30. But a lot of those guys drop. I mean, we're going to see some of these guys that are in a lot of first rounds that are going to be available in the second round. But, yeah, I, yeah I'm yeah, i hearing a lot of Harris to the Steelers, too. I'm not sure if I want Harris to the Bills. I mean, Buffalo's an up-and-coming <laughs> team, and really running back was their only – you know, so so part man. If Harris is, is sometimes your great. best offense is taking good players away from yes. other teams. It's like I don't even know <laughs> we're going to use this guy, but we're going to draft him just so he doesn't end up on your team. Yeah, uh, I don't, it seems like you know that the things that we've been talking about with the possibility uh, another good move that the that the Sealers tend to do is to trade down. That you know, if there is somebody who does want to trade up, and we're able to come away with some more more tools and more options. I, I, you know, it just seems like we have, so we have such good success 
pulling people out of later rounds, uh, that that may be a, a perfectly viable option for the Steelers as well. Yeah, it sounds like you know some people like to pull a lot of trades in their mock draft. Uh, it seems like Dan doesn't, but you know Dan did mention that his description of the Steelers saying, "Hey, you know, are you know maybe they should trade down." So. Uh, I guess his advice would be trade down if you went based on what he had. And I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. I, I hear some things saying, hey, if they have that quarterback they really want, you trade up to get him. And I'm not sure if there's that one out there. There's a lot of quarterbacks that are, are supposed to go in the first round. I'm not sure if any is that, holy crap, Grand Slam can't miss, trade the farm for him because he's going to be a superstar. I, I think there's going to end up being good quarterbacks out of this draft. I don't think we can pinpoint which one it is. There could be some good ones and there could be some bad ones. So, yeah, trade down is kind of a trading option, especially with all the holes they need. I mean, maybe if you could pick up an extra second-round pick or whatever, you know, hey, you know, we got holes. And I don't think I, – I, I still think the Sooners got talent, but it's so weird for our 12-14, but there's some holes that we got to fill. Not, hey, maybe we'll fill the next couple of years. We got to fill now. And, you know, running back, I, I was very high on the Najee train a couple weeks ago, but you guys talked me off of it. But they're going to have to get running back. But there are a lot of good running backs in, in free agency. I, I saw an article uh, the other day kind of really saying, hey, maybe this Aaron Jones from Green Bay is the guy to pick up. And I don't know if um, – Jones might be a little bit too expensive for the Steelers, but there is a lot of decent free agent running backs that, you know – aren't Jim Brown, but they're not horrible either. I mean, I would rather have them over James Conner, to be honest with you. So, well, yeah, I there's, think, a lot of, there's a I lot of runner backs floating around out there. So yeah, uh, yeah. There, there's, there's, there's ways of picking up options, especially the guys that are a little bit more proven than drafting really high on a guy who could turn his ankle in, in practice. And then you're I'd out. Be, I don't, yeah. I'm not a huge, I don't follow college football that closely, but I've been looking a lot at the two guys out of North Carolina, uh, Williams and Carter. Um, they look really good. Um, yeah. I would be interested to, you know, trading down, maybe picking up one or two extra picks, getting one of those guys uh, who look really, really good because uh, they're not projected in this mock draft to go in the first round. So you're not giving anyone a first round um, salary and you pick up what could be a very solid running back and maybe – get a, a one of those second tier linemen and a linebacker in the second round as as well depending on how the trade works I, I that's that's a more intriguing option for me right now yeah it'll, it'll be good but it was good to have Dan on um I guess the last thing and we'll say this because poor Paul is hating on our Ohio State quarterbacks yeah I, I thought it was interesting I'm not completely sold in jail in the hurts either but um, you know, he had Justin Fields going six to Philadelphia, which I thought was interesting. Um, Just to be clear, all an Ohio State quarterback has to do is be a solid NFL quarterback, and I will happily let off on the hate. That, that's all they have to do. Just right. one of them. If it's right. Fields, fantastic. Just I, I would. I am rooting for Haskins to be that first guy to be a good NFL quarterback. So. Yeah, especially since he's what us this year. Exactly. <laughs> be yeah. great if he could just be a solid NFL quarterback. Uh, 
Yeah, it's interesting the way that the the mock drafts play out because so much is going to change once we figure out where Deshaun Watson is going. Um, yeah. That that's just going to explode everything. Anything anybody thought was going happening will change when yeah. that that happens. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Just everything in the world is going to be different. Uh, we know that that the Eagles need are wanting to do something with with their quarterback. When now they've gotten rid of Carson Wentz, um, you know the Indianapolis Colts have completely different problems now that they have Carson Wentz, uh, and just there's <laughs> there's just different holes to fill for everybody. Um, yeah, I think it's it's interesting in the uh, in the way that the Steelers have dealt with the Big Ben situation that. They still seem to be non-committal, uh, and, and and people still don't seem to think that you know drafting a quarterback is really in the cards for this for the Steelers this year. It seems as though you know the 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 leadership is still under the impression that uh, Mason Rudolph is going to be able to get them through if if uh, they do convince Roethlisberger to retire so that they can save all of that cap room. Um, or that, really, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say, I, I think that, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. I think that's just a lot of bluster. I, I mean, because I'm not even sure if, I, well, look back to the last press conference before draft. The GM gets up and they're like, Hey, what do you think about quarterback? And they're throwing out things either to compliment players currently on the team. Or they throw a lot of things to improve trade market. You know what I mean? Like where they might sit there and say, holy crap, we love this dude. And they're doing that because they hope another team hears that. So maybe they'll trade up to get that guy. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of positioning and everything else. I mean, I, I'm, it's always good to hear from Colbert uh, or, or Colbert. Is it Colbert or Colbert? I'm listening to Colbert. way too much. Oh, oh, Colbert. Colbert. Okay. Mm-hmm. Listen too much Stephen Colbert lately, but right. I believe that his real name in the regular pronunciation of Stephen Colbert is Colbert. Oh yeah, so Colbert that he just went by Colbert because it sounded nicer. Oh okay, Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's true. That that was that's his version of a stage name is pronouncing his last name differently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the uh, uh, along with that the. A leak came out from a reporter here in Pittsburgh, I think on Friday, that there's word that between the the big three, Colbert, Rooney, and Tomlin, uh, and they they're not saying who, but one of them definitely wants Ben back. One of them definitely does not, and the other is somewhere in the middle. So okay. it, it, the guess is Tomlin wants him back. Colbert does not. Um, that's the riding assumption, and Ben yeah, because of the cat because. Because of the cap, probably. Yeah. 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 Well, and the other weird thing about it is, you know, Colbert's only around until after the draft. I mean, his contract literally ends after the draft ends. So I I don't know. I mean, and I heard in the press conference, it was interesting. You know, and we've talked about this in the past. Like, Matt Cannon has a different offense. And they actually use the, well, should we bring in Matt Cannon to the players? You know, because Cannon seems to run a different offense than Big Bench used to. And I'm like, I I have nothing against Matt Canada. I hope he's okay. 
But hopefully he's good. I mean, I hate to see the Steelers revamp their offense, you know. I mean, if Matt Cannon's great, yeah, bring in Matt Cannon players and, and let's win the Super Bowl. But hopefully I just hate to see the whole team be recomposed for, you know, Matt Canada. So, I don't know. Well, the, the one word on Canada is that he likes to get the best out of the guys he has, which uh, I, I think – the past couple of years, we've underperformed with the talent we've had. And okay. so that intrigues well, me. And he that. definitely likes his quarterbacks under center. And okay. I don't remember the last time I saw Ben under center. It's always kind of a rarity. To start. And then he <laughs> and then he starts calling audibles. And then he's 37 <laughs> yards back. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like super shotgun. <laughs> Is Canada more of a mobile quarterback guy? Not so much, but he does like uh, the quarterback to throw on the run. Oh, okay. So not so much uh, a Lamar Jackson kind of or Patrick Mahomes, but definitely someone who can move around and throw. Which used to be Ben until he got hit 3,000 times in the season. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, like, mm, I'm not so much with the running anymore. Why don't I just start over there? (laughs) Right. Well, I get to be over on the side, and then I'll throw it downfield. It's great. Well, when you get in your upper thirties, it makes it tough to run. Like I look at, yeah, John Elway was never like Michael Vick, but I, I compared Ben to like a John Elway. You know, kind of mobile enough when he wasn't running all the time, but you know, he, he could do what he needed to do. Uh, one other thing on the Big Ben, and we'll talk about JJ Watt quick because we're starting our review podcast, which we're really excited about. We want to make sure we get to that. Um, so I heard some talk going, okay, if they cut Big Ben, like if they say, dude, you got you to gotta retire, and he's like, no, release me. There's all these other teams. I'm hearing New England. I'm hearing Denver. And, again, we're, we've said we're not going to speculate because we could be here all day speculating. How would you guys feel about seeing Ben in a different uniform? Could you imagine Ben with the Patriots next year? I mean, whoa. Not, not the Patriots, but I – I, if he really thinks he's got another year and another shot, um, I mean, I, I was thinking about Joe Montana did not retire a 49er. Warren Moon did not retire a Houston Oiler. Peyton Manning did not retire with the Colts. Uh, so it's not unprecedented for these legendary quarterbacks to uh, Brett Favre did not stay with. So, I mean, it's not, it's not unheard of. Um, and for Ben to play with, uh, for John Elway, who, I mean, he's, the new incarnation of Elway, um, uh, I could see him taking a shot at that. Well, Big Ben and the AFC North all has established quarterbacks, which is strange to say because we haven't been able to say that for <laughs> many years. But can you imagine Big Ben going to Cincinnati or Cleveland or Baltimore, backing up their quarterback and if <laughs> beating the Steelers? No, no. Or, he's not backing up. I don't. Anybody. Yeah, he wouldn't be going anywhere to back up anybody. You know that if if. <laughs> We were well, we're still hoping that there's that some light bulb will, light switch will go off in Roethlisberger's head that he's going to be able to like support somebody that will grow a new quarterback in Pittsburgh. If he's not able to do that here, he's definitely not going to Cincinnati to help out <laughs> Joe Burrow. No, maybe he'll go there and he'll spy for us and like send us playbooks and stuff. Like, right. can we do stuff like that? Well, we tried with Harrison, but it didn't work. I've always heard this, and Ben hasn't called a press conference to say this, but the, always the thought was he grew up kind of interested in the Browns. He is, you know, Ben was a Finley guy, 
And Ben wasn't too happy. I mean, a lot of teams passed on Ben in the draft. But the Browns, I mean, they needed a quarterback, and they ended up picking Kellen Winslow, which Winslow had a couple good years, and Winslow's now in jail, which <laughs> tells you how, how they ended up. But, you know, always Ben seemed frustrated that he wasn't with the Browns, so that's why he beat up on the Browns all the time until the playoffs. Yeah. Which I mean, he, he might go to, to Denver and say, hey, Luck, watch me for two years and learn. Um, but he's not going to be a backup to Mayfield. Uh, he, he's going to lead a Super Bowl run. He's not going to hold the clipboard. I think there was a lot of times last year where Ben was better than Baker Mayfield. But, again, we're not going to win that argument with Browns fans. Maybe he beats out <laughs> Baker Mayfield. <laughs> that would be rough. I mean, I think Mayfield's got some – definitely has some holes in his game. He's fun to watch because he's a passionate guy and and just plays his heart out. But – He's gonna get his clock cleaned a couple of times, and it's things are gonna have to settle down. Uh, yeah, I don't know <laughs> in terms of him being yeah, better he than, better than as the season went up. Yeah, Ben came unhinged as the season went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like Mayfield really started to lock in with his receivers, and that communication back and forth really started to work for him. Uh, you know, you you hate to feel like. Uh, there really was a problem with communication and just maybe just gel, maybe not like real head to head problems, but just not a gel with OBJ. And then when OBJ was not there, things really started to click. Yeah. Uh, I remember when that happened and so many people were writing off the Browns in the back of my head, something was saying, I don't know. You know <laughs> adversity does something to people. And it may open up new opportunities without having to have this pressure. Why aren't you getting the ball to OBJ? Why isn't he getting more into the, involved in the offense? And, you know, it, it, it changes the way defenses are playing you as well. It just opens up different things. Definitely. And Mayfield never threw the ball into Hollywood Higgins' back either. So yes. Yes. Credit to him. Sometimes Such Jay- little expectations sometimes. Like, all you got to do. <laughs> It's not throw it into someone's back. Like, can that be a thing? Sometime when Danny has more time, we got to bring him on. He He's a Browns journalist, but, you know, he's supported the team over the years, and we got to give him a hard time about the Browns. I, I just feel bad because, like he said, thank you. When I talked to him about the – we're not able to yell at the Browns anymore because the Browns beat the Steelers. But, yeah, Dan and I have had some good conversation. He's a quiet guy, but Dan can get riled up. We <laughs> – We've te- we've went back and forth on our Microsoft Teams about who who's going to get JJ Watt and yeah let's end up with this because yeah. we've got a hard out for the Titanic and, and get subscribe to our podcast. Do That's such a great phrase. I love that. Right. We have a hard out for the Titanic. <laughs> yes. Like yes. what? And You're the Titanic got hard out too. It, it was rough, but um, <laughs> you know what? Subscribe to the podcast. Um, I, Paul and Joe, they're contributing other ways. Um, you know, Paul does a lot of reviews for us over the weekend and devotions. Yeah, and coming up. Oh, ooh, very good. Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, uh, but we're also trying to get Paul and Joe involved in other ways, too. So we had the food podcast, which did well. I was surprised. And we also had um, – we're, we're going to start reviewing stuff. We're, we're going to have to debate if it's going to be movies or other stuff. Um, but we're going to review, like, 
maybe TV shows, maybe even a music video. I got to tell them, um, RIP to the great Carmen, the old Christian singer. I was looking through old Carmen music videos. We might be able to review old Carmen music videos. There were some very interesting ones. I'll have to tell you about some other time. But before we get to all of that, um, let's talk real quickly about J.J. Watt. Um, we're frustrated. We're podcasters. We're like, we're only going to talk about things that actually happened, darn it. And we're making a stand for what's right and everything. So we're like, come on, J.J. Watt, make a decision. And it's like J.J. Watt in Houston or wherever he's at this morning is hearing us because he tweeted a little bit ago. Uh, there was some guy, the future MVP, Colin Murray. It's not Colin Murray. some dopey fan out there. And the guy's like, hey, you're going to sign somewhere or not? Nah. And J.J. responds back saying, hey, I scroll for DoorDash for an hour before I pick a restaurant, man. You're going to have to give me a second to choose a new team in city. All right. Logic, let's be smart. Yes, J.J. needs time. That will be like if, you know, Joe ever left where he's at and we say, Joe, darn it, tell us where you're going to be at. You know, it's a decision. He's got family. He's got kids, you know. You got to make sure wife's okay with wherever you're moving. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on there. I get that. But let's play contrarian for a second. Okay, J.J. Watt played in a horrible situation for Houston. Even when they were good, they kept on getting losing in the first round. So they went from a team that really wasn't going to win the playoffs to trade all their guys. He's miserable. You heard it after the game. Don't you think J.J. Watt was thinking about what he was going to do halfway through the season? I have to think so. I don't think you go to your boss and tell them to release you from your contract and have not thought about where you might, what you might do after that. Right. Now, I'm not saying, okay, J.J. said, okay, yes, I'm going to the Packers on a five-year, $50 million deal. $50 million deal. Obviously, you've got to talk to teams. And obviously, you got to put together some final thoughts. Maybe you had some questions asked the Packers or Steelers or Browns or whoever else is interested in him. But come on, J.J., help a podcaster out. I mean, thank goodness Dan <laughs> came on. If not, the Steelers podcast would be like, you know, screw you, Steelers, for not signing on Ben, and screw you, J.J., for not deciding where you go. It was like a minute podcast. <laughs> I mean, come on, JJ, let's make a decision here. Uh, you know, they also made a, a big deal about what is it last week during all of the the snow and and whatever else. Wherever JJ was, TJ showed up and helped shovel his his driveway, right? Something like that. It was yeah. our our brand of reaching out and trying to recruit him. Hey, we'll help shovel your driveway for you. Don't worry about moving to Pittsburgh. We yeah. we got you. Yeah, it was unfortunate. And then TJ, like the other day, said he got sick. Unless it was some, you know, unless he was saying something else. Did you see that? No, I I didn't. I don't know if he got the flu from shoveling the driveway or or not. I mean, he was like sick or something. If he got the flu from shoveling that driveway, he better show up as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm hoping if he doesn't come to Steelers, hopefully he takes a humongous contract to Sal's another team if he's not that great. You know what I mean? Like, if he goes to Browns, he's going to Browns for a lot of money. Hopefully it's just like five-year, $100 million contract if he underperforms, you know? <laughs> then the Browns are like, oh, man, we're in trouble now. Sorry, Catboys. Yeah. I, I, I love J.J., so just anywhere but Cleveland. I, I don't want to root <laughs> against J.J. 
Um, I my my gut is you're okay with Cincinnati. You're okay with Cincinnati. You're okay with Baltimore. Just not the Browns over Cleveland. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) JJ and Big Ben. But you think both the ball. But you think Green Bay. I mean, I think Green Bay makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And he's from and there. his wife plays soccer in Chicago. It's what three hour. I mean, he can hop on a plane and be anywhere, but you know, a lot closer for the wife's soccer career, closer family. But then why not? He's Chicago? got a legit shot at the Super Bowl. Well, he wants if, a legit shot at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I wonder too. Don't you think anybody that he goes and plays for is already two steps closer to the Super Bowl? I don't think. Yeah, but they've still got about fifty-two steps to go. I don't think JJ. And I'll be honest, and and watch. Yeah, JJ's stumbling across the podcast. He's turning the radio dial, and he sees this. But I, I think JJ's a help. I don't think JJ alone is going to bring a couple steps closer to the Super Bowl. I I mean, like I think the Steelers still has potential of being a a really good defense without him. I think if you bring JJ in, I don't think it makes the defense. 50 times better. I mean, it's better than without J.J. I don't think he's that difference maker. Like, I really don't think if he goes to the Browns, him alone is going to put the Browns further in the playoffs than they were. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I just put thought. So. I, I mean, it's not going to make or break, but having oh, between him and Garrett, that it, that right. for me, that's the difference of T.J. with Bud and T.J. without Bud. Uh, TJ no. without Bud is still a great player, but TJ with Bud is a wrecking ball. Um, Miles Garrett by himself is nasty. Miles with JJ on the same defense is a nightmare to everyone else. Well, and that might be the thought because honestly, when I first saw Dan's um, mock draft, having this Collins kid, this linebacker, I'm like, why didn't he have another linebacker? But you know, there was a drop-off. I mean, I think Heisman played okay. I mean, I don't think Heisman was a huge detriment. But, you know, like you said, TJ and Dupree were, were the best thing. So, I don't know. But but if they got Collins, you know, Collins better be Dupree right away. I mean, Collins better not be a guy that you <laughs> sit for a year or two and hopefully becomes good. So. Right. I mean, think about the difference in how we played Cleveland. That first game against them, Bud and TJ just feasted on – the Browns offense. Uh, okay. Then with just, I mean, yeah, TJ was, uh, you just double team them and, you know, you kind of yeah. isolate that. So, yeah. All right. Well, anything else on the Steelers this week? I mean, we're, we're waiting, which isn't bad. We got to be patient. I think just some good religious undertones being patient and everything else. So it's good. All right. Uh, well, I think we're going to wait a little longer, too. Yeah, yeah. But, again, you will not have to wait because coming up, uh, we're going to release it, hopefully in the next few days, the Big Titanic 2 podcast. And we're going to have to hurry. I overbooked myself awful today. But, yeah, but we will break down Titanic 2 in just a, a few minutes live on YouTube. But if you don't see it live on YouTube, uh, we'll, we'll definitely have it for you pretty soon. So. Paul and Joe, as always, thank you. Thank you also for Dan Keeter. Uh, Love having him on. Hopefully we'll have him back before long uh, to make fun of the Browns. It'll always be fun. All right. Thanks. Have a great day.